Hey everybody, I'm Bridget. And I'm Erin. And we're the Bicoastal Biatches. <laughs> no? So we're not. Okay. No, it's cool. No, it's I good. It. I liked it. No, I liked I it. I giggle every time. You know that. I know, but I, I try something a little different every time. And I, I, I have yet to be thrilled with it myself. So I'm just. But I like it. I, it makes me giggle. So isn't that half the fucking battle? Hey, if, ding, I, ding, entertain, Todd, count if one. I entertain you, I'm winning. There you go. And we've started Todd's count off. Yes. 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 <laughs> so Todd, how you doing there? Todd, how the fuck are you fucking doing, Todd? Seriously, Todd, what the fuck? You got to keep the fucking count going because I don't know how the fuck you're going to do it because we're going to have to get some fucking dick talk in here for you so you can keep that fucking counter going. We love you. We know you're not a dick, but we're going to talk about dicks so you have to fucking work for Tally Man Todd title. Yes. Tally Man Todd is going to be fucking busy tonight. Especially if you add in cocks and dildos into your ta- into your tallies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> oh, God. So, Erin, we haven't mentioned this in a while, probably since the beginning. So why don't you give me an update on how we're doing with our podcast? How are we doing with subscribers and listeners and all that other nonsense? Oh, you mean our analytics? Yes. Oh, that's a fancy word. A fucking fancy word. It's not my word. It's it's on the Anchor app to tell us how we're doing, which, by the way, guys, Anchor is phenomenal and it's free. So if... If you're looking at podcasts, stay in your fucking lane. We're already doing it. Just kidding. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> um, now, look, so I, I just want to remind everyone before I say this, please like, subscribe, share, because we have 411 plays of our six episodes, but we only have 55 subscribers, which means some of you bitches haven't subscribed. What or... Or some of you fuckers have been listening to us multiple times. So, you know, we're giving you fucking multiples. You better fucking like and rate us and shit. I mean, and if if it's like our voice, like if that turns you on, rad. Thank you. We're both single. So if you're, you know, <laughs> not wretched, uh, hit us up. JK. Please. Um, please. Well, no, she said please. So there you go. Um, but yeah, so don't forget. Uh, we're available on pretty much everywhere you can get a podcast now at this point. Yes, which is good. I'm yeah. very happy about that. And I'm very excited. My cousin is a listener who I did not think she would be into podcasts and stuff. And I think she was one of the people who said she wanted to hear us more than once a week. So, yes. which I thought was really cool. And she's a little older, no offense, honey, but she's a little older. And like, we didn't grow up together because she was so much fucking older. Well, oh God, that sounded horrible. Sorry. Uh, but she was older than me. She was like an adult compared to me. So like the fact that she's listening makes me very fucking happy. Well, uh, I thought I saw her tweet as well. I think that was last week, maybe. And I was like, oh my God, people want more of us. We should record a bunch more episodes. And you were like, it's my fucking cousin. And I was like... <laughs> I mean, she still likes our show, but uh, this week I, I have a little shout out. We have the sweetest tweet this morning. I think it was this morning. I don't know. I'm very tired. I have a lot <laughs> happening right now. Um, but uh, it was from Alex 
uh, his uh, Twitter is at LatteOwl95. And he said, if you're not listening to this podcast, you are truly missing out. These lovely ladies at Bridget F.A. and at TOAO Turtle discuss just about, okay, well, take two. They discuss just about everything from what women don't want to see in guys, Tinder pics, to the benefits of body hair removal. And then it went on. He had so many nice things to say that it was actually like a two-part uh, tweet. But thank you, Alex. You're amazing. Yes, thank you very much. It's always so nice to hear really nice things. And so thank you. We do truly, truly fucking appreciate it. Yeah. Also, solid gift game on that one, Alex. I like that one. So, Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, that's that's all my nerd shit from uh, the <laughs> analytics tab. What do you got going on? Uh, so I've still had computer issues where, thank God for my tech guys at the office, they gave me a new laptop uh, and then it started happening again. My problems with my computer just not connecting to the systems. I ended up having to call our um, my cable company to find out what the fuck was going on. And they're trying to claim that they're not blocking anything and stuff. And somebody who I'm not supposed to say, but somebody was on the phone with me and helping me out. And he basically took over the call for me. Thank God. Got them to fucking admit that even though I had very specifically asked if I was getting the fastest service possible with my internet connection months back when I changed my service and they said, Oh yes, you are. He got my fucking cable company to fucking admit that the uh, router I had could not fucking handle the, what I was paying for. So, and then they had to bring me a new router. So they're like, Oh, well you could pick it up in a store. So I was like, okay, great. Does this store have one? Oh, there's no, that store doesn't have any. I said, okay, how about these two stores? And there's not a lot of stores for this cable company in my neighborhood. So we looked all around. None of those stores had it. Then we looked in fucking New Jersey and they didn't fucking have it. So I had to arrange to have some guy come to my house today to get me a new one, which you know, those motherfuckers at my cable company are going to try and charge me for. But now that the sucker is installed, I will call them tomorrow or something like that and scream and yell like a fucking lunatic because I don't see why I should have to pay for something when I was willing to go pick it up and take care of it myself. But you know how those fucking cable companies are. But the worst part of this all is, um, well, I actually had today, I actually had two maintenance type people in my apartment today and I... My um in my bathroom, the bathtub, the water was not draining, so I knew to nuded. I knew oh my that- god, we're having <laughs> a very hard time talking today. <laughs> so I knew that the bathtub needed to be snaked out, right? Because like I, I know that the, the hair stuck in there and everything, right? So I sent in the service request, and usually it takes days for the service request to for somebody to show up. I get a knock on my door maybe an hour after I make the request. And it's one of the guys from the complex. And I was like, oh, okay. And he walks in and he goes into the bathroom. And the way my apartment is set up, there's two doors for the bathroom. One door is from the main part of the apartment into the bathroom. And then there's another door in the bathroom from the bathroom into the bedroom. The problem was, is because I was not expecting this maintenance person there were certain toys that were sitting <laughs> out on my nightstand. That like, all of a... hey, sorry. So like 
We're talking like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Yeah, no, 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 no. We're talking about nine inch cock monsters. That's what we're talking about. Nice brand new fucking nine inch dildo sitting out on my nightstand. Nice. Yeah, so all of a sudden I realized he might be able to see it, so I needed to sort of hide it really quick. But also because I'm lazy and I didn't do the things I was supposed to do this weekend, my nightstand drawer that keeps some toys in it, the front part of it had fallen off the other day and I need to replace it. But I still haven't done that yet. But there's, of course, now, so like the front piece of the nightstand drawer is totally off. So when you look in the drawer, you see all these other toys in there so like i just sort of had like toss the fucking nine inch dildo into my dress into my laundry hamper just to get it off quickly right so okay great i'm done with this right okay good he doesn't see it i i i was smooth i was fucking smooth right so then this afternoon <laughs> the cable guy comes and apparently he's got to get into some type of box and no, not the good box. So I really wouldn't have wanted him in the good box, but that's besides the point. So there's some like type of panel he has to get to. Right. So he's asking me where it is. I'm like, I don't know if where the fuck this panel is. I've never seen this panel before. So he's like, oh, he's looking all around. He can't find it. He's like, Oh, can you go look in your closet? I was like, okay. And all of a sudden I go into the closet and he's going to follow me into my bedroom. I realize I have another box of toys in my closet that I had to pick up and move to the side of my bed and cover with my fucking blankets. And I'm like, hold on a minute as I'm moving this box where the box with the Hitachi wand is hanging out shit it was a fucking mess i'm like oh my god me and my toys what the fuck <laughs> so yeah he almost got um a, a glimpse into the life of bridget which was probably would have scared the shit out of him but the good news is is my cable seems to be working my internet seems to be working for now but we'll see what happens when i go back to work and oh the fucking hair that they pulled out of the drain so fucking gross and i clean up my hair and oh my god i could have fucking made a wig out of all the hair that they pulled out oh, i can't mm. <laughs> okay eddie <laughs> it's so gross i can't that well i have spent probably like at least a year's worth of salary over the course of my apartment dwelling life buying things to melt the shit out of the drains because I don't want to wait for the service requests for the maintenance people and I don't want to stand in water that I know it's got that hairy sludge Ooh, touching yeah. it. It's and fucking so gross. I can't t I mean I we're talking maybe not like a whole year's salary, but more than tens of thousands of dollars probably <laughs> in assorted drainos and things over the years. Cause I just I don't want to fucking touch that. It's slimy. <laughs> gross fucking oh yeah dirty hair and i yeah. don't want it i don't want to see it i don't want to touch it in fact my own personal hell if i suddenly was transported into a horror movie would be like the gross hair in uh is it what is that the fucking grudge that's all oh. over the place Ooh, i can't <laughs> 
but I doubt you've spent as much money on hair removal from your drain as my toys are worth. <laughs> and all the toys I had to move around. And then to top it all off, so also this weekend, I had my fire stick on. I was watching movies, right? And, like, I got up to do something and, like, you know, the screensaver went on, right? And apparently, and I usually avoid this, but I guess at some point or another, I connected my fire stick to my Amazon photos. And um, so, you know, the screensaver's going. I'm like, oh, look at this nice picture from my 50th birthday. Oh, look at this picture from here. Oh. Then I went, oh, fuck. Because now there's this big picture of my tits on my screen and all i'm saying to myself is thank god nobody else is here <laughs> so i've um yeah it was a it's been an interesting couple of days with me and my toys and my photos so needless to say i have to disconnect my amazon photos yeah. from my screensaver and then get those photos out of my amazon photos somehow yeah, I don't know that that's like the ideal location. I mean, everyone, I'm sure if you don't have some sort of a naked or suggestive dirty photo of yourself on your phone and you're under like 55, you're fucking lying. You did, you deleted it because you're, you're trying to prove us wrong right now. But I try to like, if I have something like that, I try not to you know, put it in a fucking screensaver, Bridget. <laughs> I don't know how I did it because I'm usually very careful not to connect those things. So it must have been one of those days when I was just trying to get something done really quickly and I just kept hitting yes, not realizing what I was hitting yes to. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank God I was alone for the photos. Thank God it wasn't when the maintenance people were over. And thankfully I was able to hold, bleh hide all of my dildos and toys quickly enough but um yeah i had to move re really fast today <laughs> i wow now um, mind you my nightstand also has two drawers filled with toys on top of this box that i have of toys I, okay so i have all kinds of follow-up <laughs> questions and segues and things now um and so I, I'm, I've literally, I've jotted down some little notes here for myself uh, to, you know, help myself because you've said so many things. But first of all, I just want to know, because I obviously live a more simple sexual life than you do. Why do you have so many? Is it boredom, variation, uh, modality? What, what, why do you need them in three places in your house? variation and then sometimes I forget that I have certain things and then I go and get things because I forgot that I have other things oh, that See, so like I am a hoarder my nature is hoarding and one of the things that I've read about hoarders is is that if something is not visible to the eye their mind literally tells them that they do not have something that it does not exist in their home so because I theoretically can't leave my toys out constantly for me to see what I have available to me at any given moment. 
I have some duplicates or near duplicates. And some of these were gifts from people. And, you know, I'm not going to complain about, a, you know, getting a gift from someone. <laughs> so, but there's variations because then there's like the, your basic silicone dildos, varying sizes. You know, the, the new one is the nine inch, but I have some that are only like five or six inches, different size girths. Um, then there's my glass dildos that have all different other options. One of them has these nice little, um, there, um, uh, there's one that it's almost like, um, a triangular shape with these bumps on it. And it's, it's really cool. Then there's another one. It actually looks like a, it's a glass dildo and it looks like a candy cane. It's got like that whole hook and stuff. That one's really nice too. Then <laughs> different textures and stuff like that. And then of course there's the, you know, the wand. Cause you know, every girl must have a Hitachi wand. If you don't have one. And if you're a listener and you don't have one, if you're a male and you want to buy your significant other, a gift, buy her a fucking Hitachi wand because, Oh my fucking God. And like, really you got to go with the old school plug in the wall ones where you know your neighbors are going to hear it because it's the one that works the best i've had some cordless ones and i actually have a mini cordless one now which is nice but it does not give you the same kick as your old school traditional hitachi wand and i just talked about my cousin listening to this sorry lisa <laughs> i <laughs> I'm going to move on to my next set of questions, obviously, but I, I am going to say just based on this conversation, um, I think I, I I understand the hoarding aspect because I, when I moved, I found out I, there was this one DVD I had three copies of because I love that movie. And so I was like, oh, I think I lost that. And I bought it again. And then I was like, where's that copy? Well, it's on sale. I'll get this. So I have done that with films. And so I do think what, that there's some truth in that. But I think you need to do what I have had to do with my pajamas. I have a pajama problem, guys. Like, legit. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a problem. If there was a 12-step program for pajamas, I'd be in it. <laughs> because they're comfy. And yes. so now the rule in my house, my self-appointed rule, is if I buy a new pair of pajamas... I must get rid of one old pair of pajamas. Yeah, I'm not getting rid of my toys. Not fucking happening. All right, I tried. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> steamroll over to my other follow-up question, which was the iPhone, uh, Samsung, Android, whatever phone people have. Um, have you ever had that terrifying moment where, like? a relative or like a friend or like maybe like a semi-religious or like not a sexually adventurous friend you're like oh look at this picture and then you say but don't swipe <laughs> don't don't flip photos i'll help you with that um oh i have to and i very definitely have said to people do not swipe i'm like do not swipe. And they look at me and I'm like, do not swipe. And they're like, okay. But then I've also had the embarrassing moment. Um, I had been sexting with a friend of mine ages ago and I had sent him a picture and my tits looked really fucking good in this picture. <laughs> they looked really fucking good. I actually saved that picture for a long time. It was a great picture. Um, but um, I had forgotten that when I, my phone locked, before I went, you know, when my phone locked up, that 
the text message session was still wide open. So I went to go open my phone and show Oof. my friends something. And thank God it's like one of my closest girlfriends because it opens to my tits. <laughs> and we were in a room filled with people in a church basement. <laughs> solid. That is a solid embarrassing moment with your phone. Oh, she laughed her fucking ass off about it, but <laughs> she's like, I didn't want to see that. Um, <laughs> oh my God. But have you ever sexted the wrong person? Oh my God. Yes. And my sexting story is literally twofold. Well, so for, okay. Bridget and I are huge Supernatural fans. We watch Supernatural a lot and we love it. And those boys are hot as fuck. Oh. And we, um, during the pandemic at some point, they did like a cast reunion thing that we both joined in and watched. And so we, Bridget and I were texting and I accidentally sent my dad a text that said, oh, the things I would fucking do to Jensen Ackles. And so that was that was pretty embarrassing. And you would think that that was embarrassing, except years prior, I mean, like eight to 10 years prior, I was dating someone I worked with and I texted him and I said, you want to go fuck in the car? And I sent it to my dad. Oh, and my dad was Ouch. like, I'm going to. uh, uh this was not for me I'm guessing or something and I was like Oof. oh so twice I've been pretty much a little skanky slutty hoe via text <laughs> to my father oh, thank god my father doesn't text message oh thank god <laughs> yeah I mean, I've accidentally sent stuff that was very definitely not meant for, I, I was sexting and I said something along the lines of, you know, I can't wait to suck your cock or something shit like that. <laughs> and I went, and it, but the problem was, is while I was sexting with one person, I was having a normal text message conversation with one of my girlfriends. Well, my phone didn't move fast enough between conversations. So the, I want to suck your cock went to somebody <laughs> That's awesome. That's, that's but it wasn't my father. I just, that's, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> luckily my parents are pretty cool. So, yeah, your parents are cool. Mine are not. Okay. So, we've been talking about phones, which reminds <laughs> me we have voicemails. And I, I want to, in the Arthur Miller sense of things, uh, pay attention because attention must be paid to our listeners. No? Yay! All right, no theater reference. That's that's cool. Fuck all y'all who rode your roll. I can't talk. Fuck all y'all <laughs> that rolled your eyes. That's because that's unnatural. I'm clearly not from the fucking south. I am a Pittsburgh to Cali girl. That's anyway. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna listen to these as per usual. I have heard them. Bridget has heard not. That. what is happening guys guys send help <laughs> also if anyone found that fuck hat for us let us know okay yes so here's, seriously here's our, here's our first call and and this kind of fits in because we were talking about inappropriate and dirty things and i think well i'll let you hear it but i think this next caller is throwing down the gauntlet hello ladies 
Hi girls, it's Colin here. I thought I'd give you a quick message regarding your feelings and views on the British accent, in particular my accent. Well, this could be an interesting experiment to see how filthy I have to get before you get turned off by it. Before. <laughs> and I've also had an idea regards to the nickname for the listeners. My thoughts. The Bitch Brigade. Nice. Oh, and from now on, you'll have to be the two Steves. Love you guys. Bye. Nice. Bitch Brigades. I like that. Yeah, um, I kind of like that. So, uh, I guess that's the thing now. I guess there are Bitch Brigades. And that was Colin, right? Gesundheit. Yes. Did I hear hey. you sneeze? Yeah, You're I welcome. sneezed real hard. I tried to move away from the mic, but that's silly. Um, yes, that was our good, good friend, Colin. Um, so, all right, Colin, don't be fucking weird, but we heard you. So I guess bring the weird on, but not too weird. I mean, Jesus Christ, you just listened to what the fuck I had to say. And I'm talking about my boxes and boxes of toys. It's You're going to have to be really fucking creepy to scare the scare me the fuck away. Well, we've we've already probably upset this next caller and, and there's two calls from them. But uh, we have some voicemails to listen to now from uh, Tallyman Todd. Tallyman Todd. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get this going. Hang on just a sec. I'll get this queued up. Hey, ladies, it's Todd. So I'm calling to leave a message when you guys were talking about using dating apps and shit. I actually used a website back before I met my ex and current wife called whatsyourprice.com. And literally, it's a website where you go on and look for different people that you find attractive. And literally, you make an offer to take them out on a date, pay them for their time. It's almost like prostitution without the sex. But anyways, what happened one time is I went out on a date and I met up with this girl and I paid her the money that I promised her I'd pay her for for the date to spend time with her. And literally like two minutes later, she's like, I got to use the restroom and then fucking just disappeared. And I pretty much was out of the money and the drive. So yeah, that was fun times. Thought I'd share that shit with you guys because you get a kick out of it. Anyways. Keep up the good work, ladies. Bye. What the fuck? First off, how the fuck did I never hear of that app or site or whatever it was? What a fucking cunt. Right? First of all, guys, I have to tell you. So during uh, COVID, uh, through other avenues that we knew, Todd, we were on uh, like Zooms a lot and we were trying to all stay in touch that way. And so my roommate at the time was like that Todd guy is hot and I was like well he's about to be married so calm your tits but <laughs> Todd's a good looking dude I can't believe someone met Todd at a restaurant or wherever and was like nah it's not for me I can't I'm gonna sneak out that's fucked up that's royally fucked up because you're absolutely right Todd is a hottie and if it wasn't for the fact that I knew he was engaged or all, about to be engaged Man. when I first yeah. met him I would have been drooling my fucking ass over him you know and then like really she like how the fuck do you not just sit through get the fucking free meal out of it too if nothing else right like, I have been on fuck? much worse dates than Todd guys 
much worse much worse but but so todd called in again oh cool um and this one is in reference to something i had been talking about and i very much want to return to this topic but but let's 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 hear it from todd hello ladies and thank you for making the end of the lost episode a challenge to get the right amount of fuck and dick references right at the end you really are trying to test me aren't you anyways two things i was going to call in and let you know about one aaron i don't like tomatoes and avocado and i'm still a good guy so don't just eliminate it on that there's just preferences and two i actually have had my butthole wax a long time ago i was a guinea pig for my ex-wife who was studying to be an esthetician and she told me to do it and i did and it wasn't bad i mean it wasn't great either but i mean i understand the pluses and negatives of it or whatever the fuck i'm trying to say but yeah anyways all right ladies kelly man taught out see ya <laughs> um strangely enough that is not and or this is not the first time I will be discussing a waxed butthole today. That that is the second time that has come up in my day, and not because I listened to his voicemail today. My hairdresser and I I got a haircut on my lunch today, which by the way is just like fucking miserable because then you're itchy all day. But anyway, yes. uh, we were sitting there, and I was like, yeah, there's like a whole 1970s situation going on, and I'm like, ugh, how do I even find someone to like stare at my vagina and butthole and wax it? And she's like, oh, we have this great esthetician. She's like, I, I've been in a relationship for a while, so I don't worry about it. Because he's like, whatever. And I was like, oh, really? And she's like, but I got to tell you, that smooth butthole. And I was like, right? That paper <laughs> just glides across like ice skates on a frozen lake. Anyway, it does. Um, it's so beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. So nice. I, I, so she recommended someone. I'm going to check out pricing and stuff and see if it's because then I could just walk across the street on my lunch break, get waxed and then go back to work. Even better. Even but, better. But you kind of feel like walking sex right after like a full Brazilian. So I don't know if that's like the best time to do it. But anyway. But again, the best thing about the the most important thing about waxing is doing it regularly and consistently because it makes it easier for the hair to come out. It doesn't hurt as much to do on a regular basis, which is why I think like a lot of guys get freaked out because, you know, Todd, total kudos to you, total kudos to you for doing it. But I think, you know, for some of them, and Todd didn't say this in his voicemail, but like. If you get it done once and that's it, that's the only pain you know. But if you go again in three, four weeks, whatever it is, your I can't say the fucking words, so I'm not going to say it. The Your waxer tells you to go and you start doing it that every three to four weeks, it doesn't hurt as much. It comes out so much easier, so much smoother, so much cleaner. And you feel so much fucking better because that glide is a fucking awesome glide. It's a clean ass feeling, guys. Literally. <laughs> seriously and you know if you want a little action down there it doesn't hurt so now here's the thing i want to go back i want to go back to the tomato avocado comment yes so i am not a monster i am a good person most of yes. the time and i am an honest person and i don't believe like that 
bitch who left Todd at the restaurant there and just ghosted out of his date. I was overlooking, we'll call him Casper. I was overlooking Casper's shortcomings in addition to his tomatoes and avocados and things. And I was like, but he's like a really good dude. Motherfucker ghosted me. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm not even like, I should be like really sad, but I was sad. And and Bridget can attest to this because I texted like the first day I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I thought we were having a good time. But then I was thinking about it and we weren't having a good time unless we were on a date. And the day-to-day communication and stuff was not awesome. And there were quite a few shortcomings that I was just like, but he's so fun. And then I was like, fuck this shit. And I instantly went from like, how come this person didn't like me to, you're fucking lost, loser. And I'm not even mad at him. Like, whatever, go go do your thing. But I am disappointed because I, I think there should be an age. Like, you can legally drink at a certain age. You can legally drive at a certain age. You can gamble at a certain age. There should be a legal requirement for when you have to stop ghosting. If you're a 43-year-old single dad <laughs> who gets alimony payments... You don't get to ghost a successful, hot businesswoman. That's not how that works. You have to be a fucking man and just say, hey, I didn't like blah, 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 blah. Or, hey, on your podcast, you mentioned avocados and tomatoes. You fucking twit. Just say it. I would. I, I want the feedback, so I'm a better person for dating. And I think that when people ghost, it's just so cowardly like just just fucking tell me right agreed the only time ghosting is okay is when somebody's not you know you tell them and they don't get the hint sure and and i think you and i have talked about this at length um in either the first or second episode because we typically will say hey this isn't gonna work out and then after like weeks because i had that passive aggressive texter that was right. like man it's so sad that you didn't want to go out with me i don't have time for your eeyore shit like i explained to you xyz made you come off very creepy and i thought you were going to wear my skin as a coat <laughs> and then i moved on <laughs> also if i tell you i think you're going to wear my skin as a coat go ahead and don't text message me seriously i'm gonna keep thinking that let me make you the best chance you have that i'm gonna change my mind that you're a fucking creep is if you just go away for a little bit and then i'll be like man i really miss that person talking to me exactly exactly but the thing that i just picked up on that you hadn't told me about casper is he gets paid alimony he is the recipient? Yes. That's unusual. It is, yeah. I think he said, that. I don't remember what he had said his wife did, and I wouldn't, or his ex-wife did, but it was something like real fucking fancy and exciting up here in, in this okay. metropolitan area. 
And, you know, and that's really sad because as I'm saying this and you're starting to give me the answer, I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, how fucking sexist am I that I'm looking down on on a male because he's receiving alimony? I did it, too. When he told me that on the date, I was like. In fact, I think I said something like, oh, uh, what's her number? Is she single? (laughs) Because I didn't know how else to react. I consider myself to be a very modern woman. In fact, after like the first date, I'll let the like guy be like chivalrous, but then I'll start offering to chip in if it's a repeat customer where I think it might be going somewhere. In fact, Casper on our last outing, I said, you want me to get this one? You got the first two, you know, and, and, and anyway. Um, so I just think that's fair. If you're going to be in a long-term relationship with someone, you have to start to share costs. It is, in this day and age, it is ridiculous to assume that the man has to pay for everything for the rest of your life. And that's that's my take. If you don't agree, that's cool. We don't have to agree on shit, everybody. But however forward thinking and, and pro-feminism I am, I was like, fucker gets alimony from a girl? What? Which is backwards. It is. And I, I, I'm with you 1000%. I agree that, you know, it, it doesn't always make sense. You know, it's not fair for one person to be stuck picking up all the bills. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to pay my own way or split it or, you know, I don't even I don't like the word, the, the term going Dutch. Then again, I don't know if anybody fucking uses that term anymore, showing my age there. But like, Hey, you picked up this one. I'll pick up that one. No big deal. And, you know, listen, there have been plenty of times where I have been the person who does better financially, at least as far as my paycheck is concerned. Not necessarily my bank account, but as far as (laughs) my paycheck is concerned. Same, same. (laughs) So, you know, and like, hey, listen, I don't mind, you know, picking up the more expensive me. I have no problem with that. But, you know, again, you know, these deep rooted issues that we have and, you know, we'll sit there and we'll complain about men being sexist. But here we go. Our instant reaction, that knee jerk reaction is, is like, what the fuck is wrong with him for receiving alimony? But you know what? Sometimes it does make sense. It really does. If you if you step out of the um, normal world and you look at like the dating world. Uh, or I'm sorry, the like celebrity world. Like if you look at someone like, this is a terrible example because this guy is such a weasel. But if you look at Britney Spears and Kevin Federline, she did have to give him money when they were divorced mm-hmm. because she's worth a gajillion dollars and he is a backup dancer who tried to make a rap album. So right. there are socioeconomic differences in relationships and it's accepted more when it's celebrities, I feel, than just like your standard person. And I don't think, I don't think we do cut a lot of slack on that. And, and in fact, I was basically engaged to someone at one point. Um, I, just, I didn't have a ring because he was poor, but I paid for our life. Like I, I, um, most of the time in relationships, I feel I make more money than the guy I'm seeing. Um, and the, in this situation, you know, I was paying our living expenses. I was paying utilities. And then I would come home and I'd have to pick up his fucking sandwich plate and his so oh, half drank glasses of water around the house. Like a fucking like I, if there hadn't. If it wasn't him and I didn't know him and it had been anyone else, I'd have been like, why did you have so many people over? But he was just lazy and distractible. And so then 
and and the nail in the coffin of that relationship was he decided we were moving to Arizona for work and at the time I think he made like I don't want to say a number but like a third of my salary oh fuck that and I was like no I get that this is a partnership to some extent but the person who makes a third of my salary doesn't dictate where we live and whose career is more important. And so that kind of dissolved things. Um, but I, it's just hard. It's hard to, for me, be sexually attracted to someone who doesn't want more for themselves, doesn't want to be better. And I don't think with Casper, that was the situation. It was just truly, I mean, Casper had a great job too, but Mm -hmm. Casper's ex-wife had like, I mean, it wasn't Britney Spears guys. I wasn't dating Kevin Federline, but it was, (laughs) it was a large difference there. Right. I mean, I had a, I have a friend and um, she is a very successful medical professional and her now ex-husband was a member of the New York city police department. And as a very successful medical professional, she made significantly more. And when they were getting divorced, one of the, she almost, I forget how it ended up working out, but at one point it looked like she was going to have to pay him $3,000 a month in alimony. And like that's, and mind you, she had primary custody of their child. Which just made it to me even worse, you know? I mean, and things worked out. I think she ended up giving him a settlement or something like that. I don't even know how it fucking worked out or whatever. But it looked like she was going to be paying him that much money. And it's like, holy fucking shit, you know? And it's not like he had a bad job, though. New York City cops do not get paid anywhere near what they need to be paid. Which is also why you've got, you know, shitty people in the police departments. And that is true nationwide. And that's a whole nother conversation that I really don't have much of an interest getting into on here. Because I'd like to keep things a little bit more lighthearted. But, um... You know, we do need to think about that, you know, and again, as I tend to be financially, you know, not financially, paycheck wise, I do a decent job paycheck wise, I would have no problem supporting someone or being the primary breadwinner. But when I get fucking home from work, my fucking dinner better be waiting for me with fucking slippers. And if I still drank a fucking glass of whiskey or something like that, instead, I want a fucking glass of tea waiting for me, you know, fucking clean the goddamn house. If I'm if I'm bringing home the money, fucking clean the house up. I'm not fucking doing that shit. That that's the thing. If you plan to be the housewife Mm -hmm. (laughs) or the house husband. Then you have to, I mean, look, I have, I have friends that are single parents and they work really hard. And I have friends that are single income families where there is a stay at home mom or dad. They work just as fucking hard as you do while you're at work. But that said, that includes like meals and cleaning and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. but when you're a parent and which you and I will never probably have to ever deal with other than I'm our, definitely not <laughs> our pets yeah and, uh anyway so that's uh that's that's the trade-off there you know you're working hard at home keeping the home going and all that stuff and so it is still an equal partnership not in a monetary sense but as far as work and effort mm-hmm. it, it's there um 
it absolutely is. And listen, if I could find somebody who could afford to keep me in there in the lifestyle I want to live, I would be happy to be home fucking cooking and cleaning and doing all that fucking domestic shit. I mean, I wouldn't really enjoy it, but I would fucking do it because, hey, if you can afford me, go for it. Seriously, if you make like a decent high salary and you're looking for a chubby middle aged person to take care of. Um, Hi. Hey, we're here. <laughs> um, but no, um, I, I do want to, I don't want to leave it on this sort of sad negative note. And, and also I do want to say I accidentally while deleting called Casper and then texted and said, Hey, no hard feelings. Also don't call me back. <laughs> I was deleting your contact. Good luck on your search. And I, I think it's important to put that positivity out there and, and literally like the next day and, and who knows what'll come of it. We haven't even gone on a date yet, but immediately I was like texting this other very, very, very sexy guy. So, I mean, I think it's just more of that. You get what you put into the world back kind of a thing is that I could have been really shitty and said mean things. Well, what's the point? It's not going to change anything. I'm not going to feel any better about myself to make someone else feel worse. Um, so I, I sent him off with a good luck message. And that then I talked nice. about him on here. A little shitty. But, but <laughs> I do wish him well. I and wish there's no reason well. not to. Yeah, there's no reason not to wish them well. There really isn't. Because, I mean, what, I mean... Listen, they might not work for you, but they're going to work for somebody, or at least that's what everybody fucking tells me when I look around and I'm like, that fucking person is partnered up and I'm not. What the fuck? But, you know, I hey. Did, I did actually over the weekend, I, we, it was my dad's 70th birthday last week. So we took him out and we had like a super fun weekend all weekend, just cool, fun shit. And we were at this restaurant and there were all these like really like, not as cool as I am people. No, mm -hmm. I don't know how to say it without sounding shitty. I could just tell that they were married to be married. And like one lady was playing with her baby, but she was ignoring her toddler. And the toddler looked like she was like depressed. Like, I mean, it, she just, she didn't look excited at all to like be mm. out and about. She was just sitting there really sad and looking at her mom playing with the baby and the husband was on his phone and then mm. they were with other couples and no one at the table looked happy and then I was sitting across from my parents who have been best friends for like 41 or 42 years now and I was like I want that I don't want this just be with someone so I can pop out a kid and like fulfill my duty as an adult I want the best friend thing or nothing. Mm -hmm. I got a little sidetracked there. <laughs> I'm uh, listen. I can't disagree with you on that one. That's for damn sure. That is for damn sure. Well, um, we're getting pretty close to time. Mm -hmm. But I would like to say, I think that based on what Todd told us today, and he's an amazing human that you guys probably have some pretty shitty dating stories too. If they don't, I'd be shocked. So we want to hear them. Fuck yes. Because I, I actually have some pretty outrageous dating stories and I think it'd be 
so fun to collect some of the best worst date stories ever and then we could do an episode next week that would be all of that shit just get it all out there release that story move on in a positive way because i i i have to just just miserable stories with with different outcomes one positive one negative so Yes, no, we definitely want to hear your miserable dating stories if you have them. Obviously, we would love it as a voicemail, but we do know the voicemails have a one-minute time limit. Isn't that what it is, right? Yeah, I didn't know that until Todd told us, I think. Todd was the one that was like, I got this good. It's going to go. It's been a minute. (laughs) Okay, so if you can't tell your horrible dating story in a minute, you can also send it to us via email, and you'll listen to one of us read it out loud. And you can email us at bicoastalbiatches at gmail.com. Uh, don't be surprised, though, if I read it, if I pepper in a few fuck sticks and cocks in there just for shits and giggles. And so this way, Tally Man Todd can keep himself fucking busy. But... This episode is going to be the highest count. 100%. Those of you who don't know, just in case you don't know. Todd, who you heard the two voicemails from, has kindly offered to keep a counter for the number of dicks and fucks we say during the show. <laughs> After he gives us this next count, I think we're going to read them off, I think, right? We yeah, gotta we let could. I mean, know. it's it's really, it's it's getting a little bit embarrassing at times. Because <laughs> it, it just keeps going up as if we've accepted a challenge. Um, I, I was I think trying have. to scroll through Twitter to see if I could just find what the lost episode was. Mm-hmm. Mm, I want to say 61 fucks. So it was six dicks. Oh, I like that. Six dicks. Well, no, I don't <laughs> like that. That's not, I don't want six dicks at a time. I just like to speak for yourself. Me. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Bridget, <laughs> Bridget does long. I'm joking. Dicks. I'm just yes. joking. Seriously, cousin Lisa, I'm joking. Oh my god! Don't <laughs> listen to this show, parents. Okay, uh, but now the fuck count I think might be our highest. It was sixty-four. Yeah, and I think the show was less than less minutes than Fox. I think it was more than one fuck <sighs> per minute. This show is fucking. <laughs> this one's gonna be a bitch. Yeah. Well, uh, I think this is a great place to say sayonara. So as a reminder, you need to like, you need to subscribe, you need to rate by Coastal Biatches. Follow us on social media. I gave our handles at the beginning. But again, I am not Tau Turtle, but I am T-O-A-O Turtle. Yes, that sounded like Kids Incorporated. Bridget, what is yours? Bridget F-A at twitter or instagram uh yeah 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 i think that's it and you can hit us up email instagram twitter and i think that's it for tonight so with that i guess we need to say good night to the bitch brigade bye bitch brigade good night